quintessential professional with over two decades of experience in cybersecurity and IT leadership, program management, corporate strategy, and execution. She's a strong advocate of coaching leadership with an instinctive aptitude for mentoring and motivating people. And she's recognized for strong interpersonal and communication skills, besides extensive experience in managing stakeholder expectations. She also exhibits a growth mindset which emphasizes that skills and intelligence can be cultivated. Let's chat with Rashmi Sharma on women and cybersecurity and what is the importance of cybersecurity and how to build a career in cybersecurity in this episode. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series, TGV for a Better Future. I'm your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live. And through the Guiding Voice, we drive conversations that matter conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Rashmi, hearty welcome to The Guiding Voice. I'm super thrilled to host you today. Thank you so much. Thank you for the beautiful introduction, Naveen. You have been very generous. Uh, I'm very grateful for this opportunity. I am looking forward to have a conversation. And, and you know, as I, I have my own organization now, it's called Beyond Gurukul. We are a career guidance organization. I would love to, you know, impart my experience about how one can build a career in cybersecurity and uh, inspire more women to grow in the field because it's it's the need of the hour. <laughs> Absolutely, and we see rarely uh, women leaders taking up leadership positions in cybersecurity domain, especially. So, the moment uh, I saw your profile, I was super impressed. Yeah, we have uh, a few leaders, notable leaders here, and uh, last time when we. Uh, last time, I think uh, we have interacted with Satyavati Divdari, one of my uh, Sudhakar's uh, friend, friend, and uh, she has also covered a few snippets of uh, cybersecurity. But it is rare to find uh, people, women leaders, especially in the cybersecurity domain. And I'm super excited to start our conversation. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think you would completely agree that women have a very uh, good uh, instinctive power. And we are by naturally very investigative. So I think this yeah. is the perfect field for women. It comes to us naturally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Great. So on that note, let's uh, move ahead. And uh, you worked as a uh, leader in cybersecurity and you were part of IT and now you have ventured into your own organization. So can you share the top three milestones in your overall career journey? How uh, things have evolved Okay, what kind of turning points or milestones have happened and which helped you to become what you are today? Absolutely. So, uh, believe it or not, as, uh, you know, as a professional, as per qualification, I'm actually an aeronautical engineer. So, when I graduated, unfortunately, there was a horrible recession period across the globe and we were struggling to find a job. Uh, while, you know, after graduation, I was, you know, very curious to find out where I can apply. A different, including the entire aviation industry was not doing so well. So, but I also did not want to continue seeking money from my parents. They have mm -hmm. already paid my education and they have to cover my siblings. So I decided that I'll take up a job, no matter what it is, and continue pursuing my pursuit for aviation, right? So I took up a job as a telemarketing executive. Uh, that was my first job and I worked for three months. Fortunately, uh, while aviation did not work out, I managed to grab another role at AXA Business Service. Mm -hmm. And my first uh, significant milestone, I would say, is AXA sent me to the UK 
for a training, a process training and migration. And that, that was my first international exposure and new culture, introduce, you know, introducing myself to a new culture that gave me immense learning experience. How do you adapt to situations, right? So that was my first significant milestone I would talk about. Second one I would say is while I grew at AXA, I was there for five plus years and I was growing every year. I decided that I should try something new. I There was an opening with Cisco in a contractor role for uh, network implementation project management. And I knew, I knew zero things about networking. But I anyway decided to give it a shot. And that was amazing. I grabbed the role because of who I am as a person and not because of my networking skill, of course, uh, in terms of network, network implementation skills. So they said, we will train you. And they did. And yeah. I was very happy that I tried something new. And uh, that was amazing. Five years into the role, I did very well. I you know, gained plenty of exposure into infrastructure, did large-scale projects. And uh, eventually, I was consumed into, uh, I, I applied for the information security project manager's role. Again, information security was new to me. But uh, I got the role. It was, again, trying for the you know, second time with something which I don't really know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that gave me the basic foundation of cybersecurity. I was successfully able to manage large-scale security programs, projects, and even an operations team. Also ended up, you know, uh, interacting with a lot of customers, giving them demonstrations, etc. So overall, that was my significant milestone. That try something new. Don't hesitate, right? Like, you know, we always pull ourselves back thinking that we are not good enough. But they're just looking at you as a person, what you bring to the table. And that's what it was. And third and the most dear milestone has been starting beyond Gurukul. So while I, you know, progress in 21 years of my career, I always have been passionate about people. It comes very naturally to me. A lot of mentorship, a lot of people I have worked with. And during my journey, I knew that I want to do this, you know, make a difference. So I got together with my business partner and uh, because we shared the common passion, we started beyond Gurukul and there has been no looking back. It's been 18 months. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a steady progress. We are happy in the journey. So awesome. yeah, these are my three significant milestones. Yeah. So one thing that caught my attention is uh, when you may not be 100% ready for a particular role, but still we should not constrain ourselves from moving forward. I think uh, that is Absolutely. very, very important. Many a times people make a mistake, okay, when they look at the job description, the roles and responsibilities, saying that, hey, you know, it is matching only 20% or 30%. But it's okay. Like you can take a stab. Because all you're trying is making an attempt. And if things work Absolutely. out, you will learn on the job. Good what, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You won't get the job. <laughs> trying will at least give you that exposure, right? Very it's practice true. Practice sessions. Okay, why not? Very true. Okay, so in this uh, 21 years of corporate experience plus 18 months of uh, entrepreneurial journey, so overall, what are the top three things that have contributed to your success so far? Like, what, what would be your top three success mantra? My top three success mantra are very, very simple. The number one is whatever you do, do it the best. Even if, even when I was working as a telemarketer, my first ever job, which you know gave me bread and butter, I did it so well that I was able to make sales, cold calls, right, from the very first day, and which uh, actually put me in a better position. They told me, why don't you start training? So I would be off calling floor and start training people. So. 
it's okay you might not be doing exactly the job you really want to do but do it with your best effort because you will learn and you will make a significant difference that is my first mantra number 2 is networking with people meet people increasing your network don't hesitate to ask the question or go up to someone and say hello because that you never know what uh, you know opportunities it opens up to you so networking is essential part of our lives and you, you can't isolate yourself from anything anymore and being adaptive to change things change and everybody knows that especially during the pandemic period right you you and i all of us have gone through that suddenly you're going to office suddenly you're not and suddenly you are going out and suddenly you are home bound for seven months so it's it's crazy so change is inevitable so as long as you are adapting because world is changing rapidly yeah. you will be fine so these mm. are the three simple success mantra i would say mm. simple but profound and <laughs> and and super impressive <laughs> thank <yeah>. you <laughs> good one and let's move forward uh, rashmi in this 18 months of entrepreneurial journey what are some toughest lessons that you have learned especially the obstacles which you might have not foreseen which you have not anticipated but suddenly you are there and you have to overcome them oh there has been a lot of lessons learned um i would say that you know when you want to start something the first has Meditation would come is oh my god is it going to work or not overcoming that is the first lesson and just doing it so and the whole entire process of how exactly a registration works what are the different things related to you know finances then your uh, GST registration and working with a chartered accountant or you know building your first contract a lot of lot of learning experiences but I wouldn't call them uh, you know really tough. it's about putting your you know hands there and getting down and dirty to get the work done i would one thing i would call out navi and you would agree to it it it's like you know overcoming the salary addiction that is the hardest lesson that you need to learn when you are starting something 21 years month on month without a single break you are getting a paycheck by end of the month and suddenly it just stops <clears throat> so it is a lot to you know accept yeah. so but as soon as you realize that this is not a sprint it is mm. a marathon yeah it really helps so slowly start it progresses slowly it happens it's a marathon so do it slowly slowly and it progresses eventually so i would say my toughest lesson lesson has been to you know get adapted to the whole thing and accepting that i need to work hard to generate business together So yeah, that's how it will be. I I loved it <laughs> overcoming the salary addiction. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining like how would that situation be, and and uh, things are not so clear. I I can uh, really imagine like how how it sounds. <laughs> Good. And uh, with that, let's switch to the core of today's conversation. Rashmi, sure. what is it? How, like when we when we talk about the cyber security i've seen like uh, the importance of cyber security has grown right over the last two decades so why is it so and how has the importance uh, grown oh my god it has been tremendously changed in the over two decades right making security an integral part of our lives now how organization organization to organ sorry organizations used to op- great earlier it's completely different how they are today so they are operating as integrated ecosystems with boundaries between different corporations customers suppliers 
partners, etc., are all blurred now. So we are constantly shifting how we work, and you know, you and I both know that hybrid work culture is here to stay. As much as technology is enabling the connectivity, everything is connected now, right? Whatever we do, we can do from the comfort of our home. You can even switch on your ACs and fridges and electric, you know, heaters from your phone. You know, that's that's how Internet of Things has made it possible. Yeah. Data is the new oil. Yeah. Everybody and anybody is just trying to steal information from you, whether it's intellectual property of an organization. Whether it is your personal information, customer information, trade secrets, you name it, everything is up for exploitation. As much as it progresses, uh, it has made us progress and expand. It also has put us in a very, very vulnerable space. For every good, there is always an evil. So, as much as we are growing, the perpetrators are also equally getting very, very powerful. They can now steal, compromise, terrorize you technology how many times have you heard of those ransomware attacks and identity theft and simple things like even in i, I know i'm sure that even in your friend circle you will see people say that okay somebody has stolen my identity and created another uh, facebook or instagram yeah. account so it, it's, it's not thing. the same exactly especially if you're popular you should look out for it Nabil. you're quite popular you never know when <laughs> you know somebody else so no already it happened to me like someone created okay, uh, Insta profile already like uh, last year and i alerted oh all my friends yeah actually people are the weakest links yeah and we are very easy to exploit so yeah. and how organizations were functioning before security used to be an afterthought it no longer can be right it has to be integral part of everything an organization does you're building a product, you can't look at security now as an after product. After the product is ready, look at how security is. It has to be from the time it started. Anything, yeah. you're building a process, you're developing a software, everything is integral part of it. And we need to be more aware of what are the vulnerabilities around us. Yeah. And to cultivate a security mindset, it can only happen to awareness. Now, if you see, all of us are all the time on our mobiles. Every single individual has a mobile phone in remotest of villages if you say right anyone yeah. my our helps our you know drivers and even in the remote villages they are doing tiktok videos and uploading everything is connected nowadays but those people have do not have an iota of understanding in terms of what is security so it is important and it's very very important for our children to be aware of because they're constantly on cell phone yeah. So now security awareness needs to be part of education system, starting, I would say, from primary and the most mm. basic level. That's how security has changed so far. You mm. see a lot of cyberbullying happening, cybercrime happening, identity theft happening, and that can only be prevented through, you know, awareness. And my heart goes out to women who are now uh, young girls, right? It's a lot of com competition to be a certain way, a certain look and feel, to have a social media presence. But what they are not aware of is what adverse effect it is having in their lives. Who yeah. is noticing you? You're tagging everywhere you go, you're putting your location. So it is very easy, even for you're letting people know where your child is, which school they're going to, where they are. So you're basically inviting trouble. Yeah. So the world is no longer a safe place. So you, it is a need of the hour to be mindful about security, having the security mindset, and growing in security field. Yeah.
So one other aspect that comes to my mind is about uh, when we install certain apps, they ask for access to making phone calls, SMS, access to Absolutely. folders and all, right? It is not required ideally, but still they ask and we just keep on saying yes, 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 yes. And that may yeah. actually lead to any of those uh, cyber threats for sure. But uh, yeah, you have highlighted uh, many aspects, okay, which people are overlooking, right? Are tend to overlook, and uh, this is so great. Oh yes. <laughs> Let me ask you this: When yeah. you request for an OTP, yeah, any time an OTP comes to your mobile, do you read the whole message? Yes, I read. <laughs> awesome! You are good. I mean, you are safe. But a lot of people, they just take the OTP. You don't yeah. really know who has generated it. Mm. We are too eager. Yeah. When you know, the eagerness needs to reduce, we need to be more analytic. You need to take that extra 10 seconds to read mm. it. Whether yeah. it is your OTP message, whether you're installing an application, like you said, to see what is important, what is not. So please do that. That is important. Yeah. Recently, one of my neighbors has become a victim of this cyber fraud. Fraud, oh. Especially, they're targeting every person that is holding a credit card and you receive an SMS saying that if you don't update your identity details, your card will be blocked. And people get panicked and they create a spoof of the site, which, which is exactly looks like the uh, genuine site, but the URL will be different. And these guys overlook that and they give all the details and the card is there and they start performing transactions unfortunately uh, the system is not strong here when we report right they ask us to visit police station but when we have so many yeah. things to track the ip address track the phone numbers and all why not government take some stringent action to prevent this because oh, absolutely. people absolutely. like you and me know the principles and we are a little cautious but imagine those who are not educated who are not aware of all these things right they are getting prone uh, to these kind of attacks Again and again, they're falling prey. And awareness yeah. is the only thing that can help. Uh, right. The government is doing things now. It's getting slowly better. But definitely, we have a long way to go when it comes to all these. Phishing, yeah. social engineering has increased fourfold, like many mm. folds, actually. Mm. Everyone's trying to fish information out of you. So taking the time before you click that link, reading the email address fully to see whether it is ICICI or ICICI, Bank, you should. You need to do that. Yeah, this this also again reminds about uh, CEO issue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> where these guys are getting a message as if their CEO has asked uh, to buy certain items. Yeah. And all. Many people have lost few lakhs of rupees. Okay, because they think that their CEO has asked to purchase something and they don't have any other option. Let me buy, and they thought it is authentic, but that is not true. So we need to, as you said, we need to really be cautious about the sender and look for those pointers, whether there is one letter missing or probably the domain name may be different, right? We got yeah. to be extra careful and it is okay to delay that kind of things or else in case if you, uh, if the uh, recipient email matches close to CEO, it's okay to make a call. Hey, see, I received this message. Do you think I have to do it or contact their exec assistant? Right? We don't fall prey to those kind of things. Exactly. You should understand that if he's a CEO, he's not going to ask you for the money. First exactly. of all, don't make yourself so important. 
secondly this is where also our soft skill coming to place right we mm. hesitate to ask questions you right we hesitate to make that call because we have that hold back like oh because we have put them in pedestal they're just human beings just pick yeah. up the phone and give them a call mm. very important save yeah. yourself that money right yeah yeah okay now let's move ahead and talk about the entry level careers in the cyber security yeah. domain right when it comes to software engineering at least people have options in terms of working on their academic projects or go to github and contribute to some open source projects and maybe treat it as if i am not aware maybe my out, out of my ignorance i don't know if there are really cyber security related programs or options available on github kind of thing or not i am really not sure but my question is how can somebody as a fresher begin their career in cyber security how can they express that interest so being in the field of cyber cyber security means you are a very booming you are in a very booming field yeah it's booming quite a lot right so at yeah. present the number of open positions are much higher than number of qualified personnel yeah so definitely undoubtedly it's one of the most sought after career option right now and someone who is already clear like in their 11th and 12th that they want to go into cyber security there are already career i mean uh, graduation and post graduation options available there are bsc in cyber security now there are the b in cyber security courses which are provided by universities you can also do your post graduation in cyber security a lot of reputed universities do that uh, apart from that there are plenty of courses which are available now to be Mm-hmm. uh you know different organizations provide you with short term courses for foundation and to get the entry level job uh if you are someone who have good knowledge of networking or programming skills you can start your career in cyber security you can actually skill yourself uh, in different domains similar domains related to security how to do analysis etc by taking up a lot of different type of certification some of them are uh, certified ethical hacker that is really in demand because ethical hackers are uh, need of the hour mm. uh, network associate by network associate somebody who has enough knowledge about how to do design configure network build firewalls configure vpn etc access management identity and access management is an integral part of cyber security right so yeah. that's another field you can look into there are certifications related to just information and cyber security and that is not just from some uh, major organization every single provider even like simply learn right or uh, coursera different courses are available right now where you can go and at least start your basic foundation of security security is no matter how much you you know do from certification perspective first and foremost is having a security mindset mm-hmm. having that patience to look analyze and ask the right questions that is nothing but you're not trusting you have zero trust because you have zero trust you're being curious about is it safe and that is the first set of mindset then when you start building your basic set of plenty of opportunities available today even on online some of the significant courses that you can do you know when you want to really stand out from security professional perspective cissp is one of the most sought after courses it's difficult it's time consuming you really have to prep and it comes with few years of experience it's a prerequisite but mm. at least if you start reading it you get quite a lot of information from it so certified information security systems professional okay if you are someone who already has some sort of uh, it or technology related managerial experience or project managerial experience 
and I want you want to move into security, you can look at CISM. CISM is more of manage how will you manage uh, information security. It's called Certified Information Security Manager. That is one option which can be available. If you're someone more into auditing or mm. risk management, you can take up courses like uh, CISA, Certified Information Security Auditor. Yeah. Uh, and if any particular organization is using a specific framework for security, like ISO 27001, you can even skill yourself doing lead auditor or lead implemented kind of role. So it's not isolated from your basic knowledge of technology and how the systems work. It's how you start. So initial level is, I would recommend start with an entry level like a uh, no data security analyst or a network security analyst or, or even a data protection privacy analyst and slowly build your experience and certification and then you can go along the way. Coding is uh, coding is quite important skill in every field. Right? Nothing is independent of coding anymore. So even cybersecurity uses a lot of programming languages, uh, different areas, like how you're, you need to identify whether the codes are safe, secure or not. Is the development lifecycle itself is secure? So having programming language is actually an advantage. Languages like Python, shell scripting, HTML, you know, Java, JavaScript, mm -hmm. SQL, etc. So even, even if you're someone who has just uh, got a lot of experience in uh, programming, you can definitely start your career in cybersecurity. Super. Great summary. A lot of information. <laughs> I hope it was useful. No, no, definitely it is. Uh, because uh, for those who are watching this episode or listening to it, right, definitely they can try various options that are uh, provided by you. And I'm sure it will be very, very informative. And now uh, let's talk about the roles in cybersecurity domain within an organization, how does the growth path look like? Sure. So uh, you can start with like a network security engineer, right? Someone who has a complete understanding of how the network infrastructure of the organization is, that gives you an upper hand. So network security engineers and network engineers usually are the ones who are designing, configuring the network devices, firewalls, TPNs, etc. And, uh, and then when you build on your experience, then you can build your career towards becoming, uh, you know, growing into cloud because most organizations are migrating to cloud. You can get more exposure into cloud security. You can even become more expert and become a security architect. So architects are the one basically who plan, design the overall, uh, you know, uh, security infrastructure for the organization. So whatever a network security engineer would do are usually reviewed and approved by the architects. But they can even draft your policies, procedures, guidelines, standards, etc. So it's a good space to be as in when you grow. One thing which is very important for uh, us is to understand that any field that you are in, give it your 100% ask question. The only way you're going to grow is taking ownership, ask questions, doing your right upskilling and and then you can progress. Another way to start is information security analysts. So primary duty is to protect sensitive information. So they mostly look at access management, uh, you know, if the right access is provided. Are people following an organization or your contractors or the vendors who are working with you? Are they following the necessary policies? Are they compliant? Are we compliant with the regulator, regulatory requirements, etc.? So information security analysis is mostly into protecting the uh, sensitive information of an organization. Again, mm -hmm. this is a stepping stone towards you building your career, towards becoming an architect or information security specialist. 
etc etc hmm one of the most sought after uh, thing is the ethical hacker certified ethical hacker course is you know it's it's easy to do also i guess i mean a lot of people have interest and it basically makes you feel like uh, you know wearing the both hats you get permission to break into an organization to see what are the vulnerabilities they have how weak or strong they are so they identify and exploit the vulnerabilities like mm. a hacker would do so and document all of those so that helps the organization understand what are the gaps they have in the system so you're using various tools uh, penetration testing tools softwares etc so organizations can have their own ethical hacking team or you can be hired from outside as well both options are available so mm-hmm. either ways it's a good place to be because it makes you feel really really powerful it's a good yeah. ego boost as well <laughs> another one i would say is threat analyst i lo- i really like this find this very very interesting because you're constantly monitoring analyzing any potential security threats while you are gathering intelligence from outside so you kind of like a security right. you know like how the show on tv or in movies you have that power you mm. constantly monitoring what kind of threats are coming if there is already happened you analyzing it why did it happen what can be that been done how quickly can we mitigate it any damage done to the organization connects and this job makes you stay connected to the external world you you have to be completely connected to see what is happening where what kind of outside of your organization right what kind what are the potential threats that is happening around what are the malicious things that you should be looking out for so you kind of feel like mr james bond you know it's it's a good place to be then uh, it helps you with research as well you can go into becoming a security research specialist and things like that so growth wise it's another good place to be and ultimately if you are someone who wants to become uh, in in a managerial role you can look at cyber security managers and uh, we will look at uh, options like soc like uh, security operations center the uh, security operations center usually have people who are doing the threat analysis you know monitoring the malware etc so you you can become a manager in that front as well so growth options are plenty it definitely adds value if you do relevant certification and also as value to add up experience and wh- what external connectivity do you have how much do you network so yeah it's about iterating each role individually uh, taking ownership of it and learning and growing with it i hope i was able to answer your question absolutely uh, rashmi this is quite um, comprehensive and i'm loving the conversation so great insights so you mentioned about a certified ethical hacker and ethical hacking has gained a lot of uh, boom and momentum these days so i'm just wondering how does this ethical hacking help in dealing with the cybersecurity rashmi sure it's absolutely a, a phenomenal thing because ethical hackers and penetration or known as penetration testers they need to think and act like criminals but with the permission of the organization so they're mm-hmm. trusted to document the security vulnerabilities they find and they're mm-hmm. not supposed to steal it so <laughs> that is important so companies normally hire uh, ethical hackers to probe their uh, network you know their in- entire security infrastructure basically it could also be specific applications or products they develop to basically go into it hack into it and see what are is it hackable first of all 
what are the vulnerabilities what are the different malicious things that a hacker would do from outside if as the person we've hired by the organization i am able to do that first and identify identify those gaps then organizations can actually spend time proactively to mitigate those so that they prevent any external hacking to happen from happening so that is very important basically simulating how a cyber attack would happen from an external source but yeah. it is done by someone who has the permission to do it and uh, any attempt to breach which could be done by outside is already identified beforehand so it's a win win situation right yeah. you're yeah. spending that penetration testing uh, money to help prevent a major financial loss or a loss to the brand image so that's yeah. why they are quite important and yeah. interesting field to be yeah and and is it a full time role or are they kind of gig workers who work both ways there are gig workers okay. who work as well they mm. also can be uh, employed as uh, ethical hackers mm. uh, and, and the you know remuneration is quite good there are people also who just do it for fun that they will just hack into a particular platform mm. and in a friendly manner and they will inform the organization that i have identified this vulnerability in your platform so usually they are recognized for it with a certificate or with some monetary con- uh, you know com- compensation so it works both ways so there yeah. are gig workers who just do it voluntarily but in most cases organizations hire them to do it yeah i think bug bounty program is uh, one of its kind right finding yes. vulnerabilities yeah, and also bugs as well right Correct. yeah good one and, yeah and uh, then get paid for it yeah i think chat gpt has recently announced uh, in case if they find if people find vulnerabilities they get yes. between 200 dollars to 20000 dollars depending on severity of the bug or the vulnerability yes okay. absolutely yeah great very smart way to secure actually right right yeah, absolutely right. and and that also builds confidence about the system and the public perception right yeah yeah totally because uh, it creates a great positive mental image about the company okay now uh, here comes my next question so far we have been talking about uh, uh, cyber security mostly from the professional front but from the personal front if i were to ask you a question how can someone mm-hmm. a normal person can keep an eye on the security risks that are involved and how to keep oneself up to date about the threats at least in uh, it world or in the corporates since security team does the job of uh, finding out the recent vulnerabilities and what kind of threats are coming and we will get some email notification and we will be up to date but how can a common man yeah. be up to date about the security risks/threats so uh, being actually you can find a lot of information online uh, read about it do probably if you are someone who is curious to keep yourself up to date you can just check what are the latest threats that are happening and what are the simple uh, awareness you should be you know familiar with most things that you sign up for like a platform or a website they have their policies called out in their websites nobody has the patience to read it but it is actually quite important to read those if you are someone who wants to keep yourself up to date and they they are laid out in the most simple uh, terminologies layman's language for you to understand plenty of awareness also happens through our public platforms uh, as well as through the news news channels and, and different uh, organizations are doing it voluntarily as well like our even our ministry of it um, yeah. data protection also keeps circulating quite a lot of videos and things like that 
taking a pause and actually you know reading or listening to it really helps every place you go are now required to declare what kind of security threat or anything that can happen you have complete right to know how your information is being used you mm. go to a store to buy something every single store ask you to give your phone number right ma'am yeah. can i take your phone number so start asking question why do you need my number mm. if you are using my number where else it's going how do you think you keep getting different telemarketing calls from because these organizations are not bound or nobody is question them they are very happy to sell the data here and there and that's when your entire information is getting compromised a lot of thing can happen using your yeah. telephone call or your even your name yeah. fake identity can happen when you are uh, buying something uh, on a website you key your code you know credit card details and then there is an option save yes it mm. is it is safe rbi says it's safe to save the data but how long does it take for you to key in the credit card details the next time yeah if rbi says it's safe have you ever clicked on that link to understand why what are they doing to keep it safe yeah so it's it's navin no matter how much information is available what platform is available how you want to unless you want to keep yourself up to date it becomes very very difficult to keep yourself up to date so that curious mm. mindset needs to start from a very young age now cyber security needs to be part like i mentioned earlier also needs to be part of education system you yeah. can't really isolate it from anywhere else anymore yeah yeah i i think that makes sense it is better to have uh, that curriculum incorporated into the uh, school system school education itself and uh, that way at least we are trying to spread the awareness because times have changed and things are evolving and more and more electronic devices are being used and more and more applications are also being used which means the uh, overall if you look at the technology has become fabric of our life like we cannot live without technology nothing can happen right all right so great conversation rashmi let's add some spice to the episode i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round where you can answer the questions oh interesting <laughs> okay here comes my first question name three movies that come to your mind a three movies that come to your I mind i would say shawshank redemption okay so number one is shawshank redemption Mm-hmm. my all time favorite movie lagan because you mm-hmm. get to learn a lot of leadership from it and number 3 is hera feri where sarif rawal uh, you know akshay kumar and sunil uh, sunil shetty is there so that mm-hmm. is my all time favorite movie no you don't need your mind it cracks you up every time you listen watch it so i love it <laughs> okay good one and uh, if you were to live someone else's life who would you choose no one i'm very happy the way i am Good or bad, it is my amazing right. So I'm happy. Right, right, right. And can you describe yourself in just one word? I'm very versatile. Versatile, awesome. And uh, what is the weirdest thing that you have eaten so far? Octopus. I've eaten an octopus. Oh wow! How does it taste? Very chewy. It's like rubber. <laughs> yeah recently i heard uh, one more person mentioning about this octopus <laughs> okay and any secret that you would like to share with our audience or any secret talent or something nobody knows about you i i wouldn't call it secret talent but i will tell you how i learned very often okay. i learned through observation quite a lot 
So mm. I'm constantly observing people and I think it's an excellent way to learn. Mm. Yeah, good one. So we found one secret. We learned a secret about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that, let me fire the last bullet out of rapid fire. What is one electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself, Rashmi? Oh, if I had the power, I would like to invent something which will enlighten the world about the power of love, respect and hope. With the intention to eradicate all the dangerously increasing hate mindset in the world. Mm. Awesome. I think that comes with a purpose and I wish your wish comes true very soon. Okay. Thank you. Amazing rapid fire. Let's uh, flip back to the mainstream. And uh, what will be your key message to our audience? And it can be anything related to life or career or cybersecurity, anything you can give. What will be one key message? So let me, let me take, break it down into two. One from uh, someone who is looking to build a career. Okay. I think uh, women hold back, few women probably hold back thinking cybersecurity is difficult. It's not. It's about mindset. And, uh, you know, women or men, it's gender agnostic. So please, if you are looking to grow exponentially, make a brilliant career out of it, start, even if you feel 100% ready, even if you're there at 40%, start your journey and you will do great. Um, second point, and I think this is more important the first, than the first one, is while you're building your technical skills, please make it a habit to practice your soft skills because they can't be replaced by artificial intelligence. An organization does not hire you for your technical skills alone. It is important to be relevant, mm. but they will only hire you for who you are as a person. And soft skills are nothing but a combination of your common sense, people and social skills, and a positive attitude. So never forget to practice those. Super. Simply fabulous tips. And thank you so much, Rashmi. And before I let thank you go, you, do you want to share any feedback on how was your experience being hosted on the Getting Wise platform? I had an amazing uh, first podcast. Thank you for this opportunity, Naveen. Uh, the questions were very relevant. And uh, what I like was a two-way interaction, uh, you contributing and helping me form my thoughts. So that's really great. And I think you're doing a fantastic job. I have been following your page, your podcast, and, you know, the plethora of uh, people, I mean, the, the experience people bring, it's brilliant. And uh, I know that you're expanding in Hindi as well as in Telugu. Uh, even covering regional languages, I think it's a brilliant move. And I wish you all the best. Keep what you're doing, uh, doing it very, very well and keep growing. Thank you. Thank you so much for your uh, kind words. And also on this note, I would like to thank Hina for introducing me to you and making this conversation happen. And also thanks Absolutely. to you for introducing Absolutely. a few other guests for TGV Hindi as well as English. So really appreciate it. And also I appreciate all the time and insights that you have shared with our audience today. And sure. Thank you so much. All right. So, folks, that was thank our... Thank you, Naveen. So, folks, that was our episode with Rashmi Sharma. And before we move into the trivia section, here's a request to you. If you haven't subscribed to us already, please subscribe to us from wherever you have tuned into. In case if you are listening to this podcast episode from on Spotify or Apple Podcast, request you to follow, follow the show. And also, if possible, leave a rating or review because it will help us reach wider audience. Also, if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding ones. Thank you so much in advance. Now, 
Let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. Today we have briefly covered about the cyberbullying aspect. Rashmi has mentioned cyberbullying is one of the things which many girl children are prone to. So I would like to present a few facts about cyberbullying. And about 37% of young people between the ages of 12 and 17 have been bullied online. And 30% have had it happen more than once. In fact, 95% of the teens in the US are online and the vast majority access the internet on their mobile device, making it the most common medium for cyberbullying. And about 23% of the students reported that they have said or done something mean or cruel to another person online. And 27% reported that they have experienced the same from someone else. And you know, girls are more likely than boys to be both victims and perpetrators of cyberbullying and about 15% of teen girls have been the target of at least four different kinds of abusive online behaviors compared with 6% of boys likewise if you have any interesting stats to share regarding cyberbullying please feel free to share also if you have any interesting security hacks to protect ourselves please feel free to leave your comments if you are watching it on youtube or you can reach out you can or else you can comment on social media wherever you have found this episode thank you so much for joining me guys and do not forget to share your topic recommendations and also guest speaker suggestions through social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou@gmail.com i'm your host navin samala just a fellow professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a beautiful place to live through conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career until next time bye bye signing off for today see you all in the next episode with another amazing guest